States of America, the uh, way to get involved by phone, 237-3767, or by toll-free phone, 888-458-6926. And I know you still use it that way, but I also know that you don't mind texting in. And uh, Derek and I have got that two-way street open. You can text in the show at 35270-35270. We are coming to you from our studios in South Fargo, and the studios presented by Gunderson Jewelers. Gunderson's Uptown in Maine, uh, West Fargo, Gunderson's.com. That is the particulars. I'm Jack. That's Derek. And Derek and I, before we, we get into and pop that noon show and that montage, and on Mondays, it's the Nickelback with it, because it, that song's a little longer, because it takes a little while to get all those highlights in and kind of put them all in a basket. And then we unfold it for an hour, and we kick it around. And by the time one o'clock hits, eh, maybe we've got an answer or two. The problem with today's show is that the... Uh, I would normally say, Derek, start at the beginning. Eh, when, when's the beginning then? Like Friday? Yeah, like UND's hockey, 4-1 right. comeback, went over Denver on the road, which is unbelievable. Was it Saturday with the laces in on the blocked, uh, you know, the blocked extra point? You know, the d- dismantling by South Dakota State of Mercer for one nothing. the South Dakota win, the Montana snow. You know, was that it on Saturday? You know, was it Sunday where you had – uh, horrendous calls, I thought, or non-calls down the stretch in a, in a Chiefs game yesterday. No, I, I did not get to watch or listen to it. I was well in bed by that. I think I yeah. fell asleep like seven because I was busy doing so much stuff around here. But I uh, I did not see it. But, boy, people are really upset Oof. about it. There was a, there was a P.I. And uh, so, yeah, that gar- – I mean, I think the game for the most part was like, all right, then let, let them play a little bit. And then it just got, uh-oh, ooh, that was a blatant, ooh, that was blatant. Even the late hit uh, the on, on uh, Patrick Mahomes, that or the the unsportsman, whatever, the hit out of bounds, which didn't even look like a hit out of bounds to me. So no. it's like, so there was a, so, you know, yeah, normally you'd start at the beginning, uh, or was it Sunday, 11 a.m., when those four teams were announced? Oh. And and the folks in, in Tallahassee, the folks in Tallahassee, I can only imagine what the talk radio and the angst, and I tell you, I feel, and I think we start there, and then because we'll, we'll have time to get into FCS, and Doc Phil belongs, so I'm sure there's no question about the team that he is is privy to, having children that go there, and he's probably, th- I don't know if he's a season ticket holder, but he gets to a lot of Michigan games. There's no argument on Michigan. Uh, there was no argument on Washington. On Washington. Um, it, it was the rest of the it was four. The, <laughs> it was the pool of the Texas Alabamas. You know, uh, you know, down to Georgia and, and and of course Florida State. So that you know, I had a game yesterday, and I'm I'm locked in. Even even like the Eastern Michigan coaching staff assistants are on the floor going, "Who do you think is going to get?" You know, they got a basketball game to coach, and everybody was still kind of wondering what these four were. Well, the first and foremost, and Derek at a young age, you would you would you would presented you and Chris you and your buddy Chris Fowler were doing a little. Uh, I don't say my buddy, but yeah. <laughs> you and Chris Fowler some two decades ago when you uh, designed. Well, here's the deal. It's set up to create chaos. It, it, it To me, Derek, it is set up to create this pool in which we swim. It's a subjective. And now next year, going to be a little bit different, the fact that it's more. But you're, you're going to still have somebody out that's going to have an argument. It's just going to be. A less degree. Uh, well, you'd rather what? argue about thirteen and twelve than four, four and, five, and five, much and like five we used to argue six. about three and two all of the time. Of course, so, you know, the, really, but, what we're talking about here is what is the magic number? 
to and, and we've even had this conversation at FCS. Should it be whittled down to you know sixteen as opposed to twenty four and reseed this way, or is twenty four? So the arguments are always about the number that get in. FCS does it where you got automatic qualifiers in conferences, and and then they've got at-large bids. And those at-large bids, and there certainly can be and there have been arguments in that. How can you let them in when we had this and not at all? We beat them and we beat. So it's going to have some arguments. But Derek, you know, to think that to think that going in, knowing that four are going to be chosen, you got ACC, SEC, Big Twelve, Big Ten, Pac twelve. So you have five. Power five and four coming in, you kind of already know to me anyway, Derek, that there's depending on how this thing shakes, it has the potential to be a subjective, chaotic four that come in depending on how things break out. Well, what happens? Alabama beats Georgia. Here we go. Well, you know that that's part of it. So anyway, I think I think it's best to swim in that pool for a second, Derek, uh, to kind of filter that out today. Well, the problem is that what it really comes down to more than anything is, and you know, I, I outside of the Minnesota and Dakota teams, the one team I've always kind of liked is Florida State, and it's not so much that I'm saying that Flo- Florida State should get in and Bama shouldn't. We can have those arguments until we're blue in our face, right? But it's that they all deserve to get in. I mean, the problem is that the problem goes back to when we started doing this and it was the old Pac-12 commissioner, as I said many times, Tom Hansen, who was absolutely stuck in the Stone Ages. He did not want to change anything. And Jim Delaney with the Big Ten kind of went with them on this quite a bit. And we can keep the Rose Bowl the way it was, the the Pac-10 and the Big Ten going. That, that was fine. We had these arguments but the letters I would get when I would use was on this mission, mm-hmm. and for people who don't know, I mean, I was on this for a long time, letter writing campaigns, couple, emails, couple to, decades ago, yeah, and going back, and I would get responses from Tom Hansen, which I'll give him a lot of credit for. But the responses were so ridiculous because, well, this is just you know we're we're talking about student athletes here, Jack, yeah, and we're right. just we're, this is what what a great bowl season we had. Listen, I was all for. When it got really messy, let's have a bowl season with the tr- traditional bowl tie-ins, and let's do four games afterwards. Because then, then you're really kind of divvying up everything. Yep. But but the dumbest argument I've heard on this is Florida State doesn't deserve to get in because their quarterback's hurt. I mean, tell that to Ohio State a couple years ago when they won the national championship with their third-string quarterback. Uh, it, this defense can beat anyone. You look at Iowa, they had a heck of a defense against Michigan Saturday night. Now, they had no offense, so they couldn't score against Michigan. But... Since when are we going to base a getting in the playoffs on a starting quarterback? It's absolutely absurd. And I got news the, for you, folks. The SEC wasn't that good this year. The uh, the uh, phone line's open. I see him flashing in. And by all means, jump in. Uh, 237-3767-888-458-6926. Got a buddy of mine that I consider a good football guy. To your point, too. But, but his point was, hey, you in the SEC. You in the SEC, that should be good enough. And it's the argument that... Oh, really? Well, and, and, and that's the, the argument that, could you imagine in the FCS, um, it, it, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm treading lightly to do comparisons here because one has a, but it, would it be the equivalent, Derek, of saying you've got uh, maybe a Pioneer Football League team that, uh, that runs the table in the Pioneer Football League and wins that, and, and say the FCS had, a, you know, this, this going on and they... Uh, and, and and say Drake 
runs the table in the in the Pioneer Football League. But you've got and and you're going to have subjectively to choose your final four FCS teams. And you've got a uh, a powerhouse Missouri Valley team, say South Dakota State, um, that uh, that that runs the table but loses in a championship game to North Dakota State or North Dakota or South Dakota, you know, at the tail end. And those teams that that maybe beat South Dakota State have just one blemish on their schedule. And then, then maybe you got a Colonial or a Big Sky team, you know, that uh, it wins the Colonial and you got a Big Sky team that has beaten. You see what I'm getting at here? No, because Pioneer League is not the ACC even. And, and this is the issue. And, and, because what is being looked at at the ACC, by judgment in this, Derek, almost as if, well... You're a little sub-par yeah. from the Power Five. That's my point. Derek. That's my That's, point. You're 100% right Thank on you. that. Here's, here's Alabama's resume. They open up the season against Middle Tennessee State. Womp them. Then they lose by two scores at home. At home. Tuscaloosa to Texas. Texas. Then they defeat Southern Florida, South Florida, 17-3. to They beat Ole Miss. This is their big signature win of the year. Outside of the SEC championship game. 24 to 10. Ole Miss is not that good. I'm sorry. I've seen them play. They're not that good. They defeat Mississippi State. They beat an AM team that fired their coach. They beat Arkansas by three points. Then they beat Tennessee, who's overrated. They defeated LSU, who's not as good as we thought. They beat L- Kentucky, who's not even ranked this year. Chattanooga, do I have to explain that one? And then they had a prayer to beat Auburn. Okay, so let's let's go to what Florida State happened to do this year including starting off the season and absolutely destroying LSU to start off the season. I mean, that, that was a 45-24 to 24 win. And then they defeated Boston College, which I think is on the rank of, okay, we're looking at what, Kentucky type yep, of thing. Right. Clemson is Clemson. I know they're not the old Clemson. But it's Clemson. But Virginia, Syracuse, Duke, who's ranked, Wake Forest. Uh, they have rivalry games against Miami in Florida in the Swamp. And then they beat a ranked Louisville team to win the uh, the ACC. My point is, is that it's not that Alabama shouldn't get in. It's not that Florida State shouldn't get in. It's just that the problem is the system. And now we're going to go to four conferences and then have twelve teams in. When you could have an argument just that we this four would be good enough next year. But now we're going to have <laughs> now we have less big conferences and then we're going to have more teams in the playoff. You uh, really can't make it up. So this year, before we burn this, you know. Pile it up and burn it. It really comes down to the terminology. For best or for most deserving. And I think there's a difference. Of course there's a difference. For best versus for most deserving. I think there probably could be a line drawn in some of that. To, to, to <laughs> the pain that Florida State feels. And if you saw the comments of, of, of their AD, my goodness. The pain that that feels, and think about the individual guilt, I think I'll use that term, to be an injured quarterback, knowing that it's something you can't bank on, you can't predict injury, uh, to be an injured quarterback and then an injured backup quarterback with a concussion, and now you're in your, what, third string quarterback, the other two got to feel, well, it's on us, and I guess we got injured, and we just got penalized because we're not as strong of did, a football team. Did you think Ohio State was going to be Alabama with Cardell Jones, huh? backup quarterback? Oh no, and that was a, that was an eye opening. Going, wow, look at this. That's why you can't base this on Jordan Travis. That's why you can't. I mean, that's 
We got a bunch of text messages. Is on Alabama this. good enough? Is Alabama one of the top four teams in FBS football? They're one of the top six, but I mean, I, I can't. But because I can't say that without saying Florida State and Georgia are right there. I mean, Georgia laid an egg, if you want to ask me. And they're not as good as they were last year. And that's, you know, they didn't have as strong of a schedule either. Uh, Derek Jack, uh, the college football playoff is no better, not improvement from the BCS. Bias for the SEC is a joke. Seminoles more deserving winning two games without Jordan Travis proves that. That's my thing is I guess you're not rewarded for having a dominant defense anymore. Yeah. It's You're a, just it, not sexy enough offensively. Well, that's but that shouldn't be what it's about. It's right. about how you win football games. I mean, if you're well, gonna, well, it's almost like taking a win, and it's a W with exceptions. Yeah, it, it's there's there's a beauty pageant going right. on with W this too. with exceptions. Yes, uh, Derek and Jack, the ACC had uh, six four record head to head against a uh, six and four record head to head against the SEC this season. Hmm. Strength of argument is a joke. Uh, strength of schedule is a joke. Uh, Derek, why was Florida State good enough to be ranked in the top four previous ranking? This was based on their backup QB. But but you shouldn't do that. And, and this backup QB, not the third string that played against Louisville and they still won, is going to be the the quarterback in a month who will start for them if they were to face Michigan in the Rose Bowl. And you won't tell me because Alabama travels better. Yeah. That doesn't have something to do well, with yeah. it, too, going Travis, all the way to pass it. Jordan Travis was without, and they moved up to four. Uh-huh. It kind of flies in the face of the argument. Yeah, it's just, but I got a text. I got an email in here to the studio. Uh, Jack, so if Georgia wins, follow on this. Who are the other three? Is Florida State in? Florida State's in. You would think, yeah. right? Yeah, Georgia losing, it screwed everything up. It, it sure. really did. Or Alabama winning or Georgia losing, you're right. Um. So that 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 cuts it dry. You know, and Michigan, then Texas is on the and Texas on the outside looking in too. By the way, because then you have four undefeated teams, and so Alabama really because Texas beat Alabama in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, Alabama was a you know all of burnt orange down in Texas, yep. and a rare thing was pulling well, for Alabama. And part of that, don't you it, it, the the argument too? You you can't the, the you can't have one without the other argument. That was the argument with with Alabama and Texas, right? Well, hundred percent. That's it. So yeah. the minute that that happened, Alabama beats Georgia, Texas is in. But the question is, if you lose at home by two scores, do you deserve to get in more than the team that ran the table? In their or by beating, it is. How about again? Like my first statement today, it was set up for chaos, Derek. Depending on how it played out, mm-hmm. it was set up for chaos. And you're right. <laughs> well, to your point, here's the perfect text message. So this is how the college football world steals some headlines from the NFL. <laughs> no, I think I think Texas, what <laughs> that's right. Well, and so you look at this too. So Liberty gets in to the New Year Six, they like to call it, and they're right. going to play in the Fiesta Bowl against Oregon at noon or whatever on a Saturday. Which is I don't know what you think of that. I mean, that's going to be eleven o'clock oh. Arizona time. That's a weird setting too, which is great. But I look at it too, and we talk all this stuff about oh, NDSU should go to FBS. Oh, look what JMU's doing. They're ranked. Well, great. They're going to go play at TCU Stadium in the Military Bowl or whatever it is. Yep. Wouldn't you rather go down the street in early January and play for a national championship? National title? I mean, that's – I'd like to ask JMU fans that. What are they thinking right now? And maybe they're happy with this. I don't know. But after what I just saw this week in the FCS, I think you're much better off there than being the group of five that are 
especially next year when it, there's these big four super conferences, even even you're going to be an afterthought. Even, even going more. further than that, and and your your statement I think is correct. Maybe that's what you like. You know, the bigger you know an FBS team and and uh, playing all this. You know, even to go back further, you know Georgia Southern, and the name that you remember. Georgia Southern's playing in the uh, Myrtle Beach Bowl against Jacksonville State on December 16th at 10 o'clock in the morning. You know, so I can go down all of these babies of of former FCS teams that have moved on to FBS, you know, Coastal Carolina, obviously, but they've got San Jose State. Now, they're in the Hawaii Bowl. (laughs) Hold on. That's in Hawaii. I can, so if UND made the jump to FBS, you wouldn't mind calling then, a game at the Hawaii Bowl. Then you can go out saying. there. Yeah, I can kill two birds. I can visit the daughter and, uh, and do a football game. That's right. But don't you think the Big Sky Missouri Valley Football Conference and these other five conferences should get together and have their own division? Yeah. Well, judge, and, and play it off. Judging by some of the uh, how the Valley and Big Sky, now we've seen recently the Valley and Big Sky, you know, challenges and whatnot. There's a little bit of that. And there always is because, uh, you know, some are neighboring states. I mean, what, what what you witnessed with Montana State and North Dakota State was an absolutely incredible yes. finish in dramatic fashion, and, and you couldn't have had more intrigue going in, and two teams schematically that were uh, kind of like a horse apiece, very much, you know, and the game played out where we, we did see, we saw a quarterback go down, the importance of, you know, of being healthy to, to our point about quarterbacks, and you know, Montana State with Tommy Mallott going down, North Dakota State with their running backs actually, you know, breaking free and having big games. So their their leading rusher wasn't a running quarterback. It was a backfield. Then it comes down and it goes overtime and boom, one scores and now the onus is on the other and they score immediately and then have a blocked extra point. And then the 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 after this, the post talk about boy, I would have went for two, and some probably thought they would, and and I think I would have justified Brent had he gone and missed. I'm sure the day after they went, well, you know what, they gave it. A, I'll you know, never all fold of that it, stuff, yeah. Derek. Yeah. All of that was it was what it was great. That's what I love. Awesome. This I, that's why I like this division, and I don't have as much of a dog in the fight. I'm pulling right. for the Dakota schools, obviously, but no, that to that point, interesting. No, I don't. I, I guess I heard you and Joel talking about that. Would you have gone for two there? I, well, you, I don't know. you score so quickly. I never uh, fault anyone if they do, if they want to go for two. Right. I think if you're grinding out those 25 yards, then maybe you think about it. Yeah. But, man, those first touch, 25-yard touchdown run, I think at home you're playing for one. I think, yeah, and Joel was adamant. He said, look, believe me, I, I don't disagree. I, I agreed that his his thought was, you know, he wasn't hindsight in this no. thing. Um, like you. So I, 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 I appreciate the thought. But I, I hesitated because I said, well, I mean, I would have to determine. Do Everybody's got plays for two-point conversions. Right. Especially with those athletes at quarterback. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's what Brent would have seen throughout the course of that game at mm-hmm. the time in which it happened, what the best alternative was to live to play another OT, where in that second OT, you're forced to go for two, and things can happen on that. And that third OT, obviously, if it gets there, it's just two-point Fandango. Yeah, then it's, then it's, so, it's almost like you're playing a game of lightning. Right. <laughs> It's like might as well be in the alley. You know, might as well be in Barnesville outside the Hansons in the street. <laughs> yeah, you know, playing on that. So I, uh, but but to our overall point, we we'll get Doc Phil on here. Our overall point is that uh, you know, from the from the moving up to the FES, you know, it, you know, take a look at what you want. You know, it's tangible. You can say, uh, can we be playing in the uh, you know a, a, a home mortgage bowl or a Myrtle Beach bowl yeah. at ten o'clock in the morning on a, on a I think December she, day. Yeah. Or a national title game that's nationally televised and has that still within the framework of a of a, of a tournament. I think so, the group of five conferences and the two top conferences in the FCS should get together and have their own divisional tournament. Eliminate half of these bowls that don't draw anyone. 
I mean, this is just an ESPN filling up holiday time is sure. what it all Need it content. Is. Exactly. And but I think they could do with these playoffs. And I think the keep the the big bulls for the big boys and the now what power four? Because it's not no longer the power five with the pack twelve going away. It is uh we'll take a timeout. We'll come back, Doc Phil, get his thoughts on on all this. What kind of angst do you think you're gonna have in that that Georgia Florida State game, Derek? That's gonna be a man, that is a that's, that's gonna, a good matchup. The viewership too. Yeah. on that, that's it's gonna be fantastic. Should that's, be a play in game That's somehow. the Orange Bowl, three o'clock on December what, thirtieth. So that's a that's a Saturday afternoon, you know, Orange Bowl game. Well, a quick timeout, lots to get to today. Just barely have scratched the surface. It's a Monday edition. Jack Michael show Derek Hansen on seven forty the fan. Doctor? 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 Me. What's up, Doc? Jack Michael Show, 740thefan, 740thefan.com. On top of everything else, and, and we'll get to your text, trust me, I know that it's blowing up today and that's what we want. Uh, text in at 35270, your thoughts on all of this. This this baby is going to resonate. Now, Doc Phil, and I don't know if you're a season ticket holder there, I know with the, 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 the girl going to Michigan and Big Blue and all that, but... Uh, uh, you got to be sitting back going, ah, there is no controversy over Michigan. <laughs> Hi, Doc. How you doing? No, did we lose Doc on the on the phone? No, he should be there. Yeah, Doc. Is he's, did we catch him mid-surgery? Maybe? I don't know. Did we lose Doc? Yeah. No, he shouldn't have. Here, I'll check. Yeah. All right. You check on that. So so keep the text coming, um, and and we'll move from that. I'll, I'll throw another thing at you. When we get into these semifinals, and 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 lo and behold, when we're we're into that, dude, and you're in, you're watching that uh, Rose Bowl game at four o'clock on Monday, January first, and Alabama's if squaring off against Michigan. If if Bama lays an egg, then then wait till the wait till that crowd comes out. Or if Texas is Washington, there might not be too much argument there, maybe against Texas. But, you know, that's the other thing, that if one of these teams now doesn't perform, and now we're, you know, a month away from this happening, it doesn't perform, the I told you so's are just going to, you know, Derek, this this thing's never going to end. Hi, Doc. Uh, can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Almost sounds like a cell phone commercial. <laughs> Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Did you hear what I said? I said, Doc, the Wolverines there, uh, you must just sit back and went, yeah, go ahead and bicker all you like. The Wolverines are in. Yeah. You know, it. I have to be very careful because Mother Marge went to the University of Iowa. So uh-huh. I don't want to get too, you know, too forward here. But, but you know, obviously the best team won, and I was just glad they didn't, you know, run up the score and, and make it look really bad. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you what, you know, whoever plays Iowa in a bowl game better be prepared because that defense is good. Oh, very mm-hmm. good. Uh, mm-hmm. Defense and special know, teams. Yep. Just, yeah, if they could just generate some offense. And, you know, it'll be interesting. You know, I see McCord went into the transfer portal. Saw that. From Ohio State. If Iowa maybe could get a quality quarterback, not that, you know, Dell is not quality, but he's not as good as, as they need. Um, I think if they get a quality quarterback, because I'm not really sure, to be perfectly honest, about McNamara, he's had a really tough go with that knee. Two different injuries, and I personally, I hope he does great. I hope he he recovers well, but I would not be hanging uh, the franchise tag on him. I think I'd go out and try and get somebody that's really good uh, to fill that spot and see what they can do next year. 
Well, I think the biggest thing, too, is that uh, the new athletic director said, uh, no more protecting Brian Ferentz. Uh, you're getting a new offensive coordinator. So <laughs> this nepotism right, day right. is over. It's, yeah. it's done. Because right. that, that, the scheme and everything was just a mess there. So. Yeah, exactly. And, and one thing about this Montana State-North Dakota State game, um, you can talk all you want about you know the block field goal and all that stuff. Montana State should have won the game had they had a kicker that was reasonable that would have put two field goals in in the first quarter. Two missed field goals and then the blocked extra yeah, point, obviously. They, yeah, they they had their opportunity. And and give uh, give North Dakota State credit. They hung around, hung around. And you've seen that, Jack, before. You hang around, hang around, and pretty soon you're not around. The the Biden hung in there, and, and they made a play when they had to, and they won the game, and that's what counts in playoff football. Follow me on this, and here's what I – and I think I mentioned this to you, Derek, today, and if not to Joel on, on News and Views on our sister station. What I appreciate a lot about North Dakota State and, and Hunter Pontius in particular, and maybe Matt Entz and, and take your pick of the coaching staff, is that through the course of the week when you're preparing for a game, Doc, as you know – uh, and you're preparing for the game, you probably put in some packages, you know, for that particular week. You're not going to deviate from from what it is that got you there anyway. But you're going to put some things in, the course, that, that these little finite parts of the game that may or may not happen. And from what I understand, you know, they had this kind of built in, uh, this, this backup lineman at 6 feet 7 or 6 feet 8, tall fella, that, that they put in specifically – uh, for this potential, and that's called preparation. And if you're preparing for that, it may not even come to pass. You may never use it, but you've prepped for it, and it's part of the package in case you need it. So what happens? It comes into play. And then what happens? He blocks an extra point. That part of football, Phil, that not many of us really, I don't think, appreciate as much from a coaching perspective, just the ability to cover a lot of finite details in case situations happen, Doc. And oftentimes they don't, but they did. Yeah, and football is a game of situation. Yeah. And you prepare. And it'd be interesting to know, did they, did they really practice that a lot, or did they just say, okay, this ever happens, we're going to stick you in and try and block it? Right, yeah, I don't know. Did they spend a day on it, two practices, at the end of every yeah. practice? You know, yeah, right, I, you know, who knows? Yeah like trying to swat flies in the ceiling you know i mean when you're when you've got a ball coming at you at that speed can you block it i think what i noticed is the kicker kicked pretty low Mm. and so i think they had an inkling on those two missed field goals in the first quarter that you know he kind of kicks it low he's got a low trajectory um here's we go get ready for this because you're you're probably going to go in yeah i think they said that too is one thing they noticed is that he's got a lower and again that comes to film and scout and yeah yeah. 100 percent as long as you're not scouting at the game. <laughs> well, that's a whole different thing. Wait a minute. Yeah. Hold on a second. Yeah. <laughs> Hold okay, on. So here's, here's my deal. I, I'm, as far as Florida State, I don't think they should have been in the top four to begin with because who did they really play? They, they, I just Derek, went through, this, just through, just went through the schedule. It's, again, very, it's very comparable yeah, to Alabama. Because, no, no, not necessarily. Go back and look at it. I, I mean, did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what? They played LSU. LSU was ranked number five at that time. LSU was ranked on the two, you know, after that. But Ole Miss isn't that good either. Yeah, they played Duke. Duke was 16th when they faced him. And so then there was, what, Louisville, which was 14th. I mean, the bottom line is 
I don't think they had as strong a schedule as the is probably the Alabama or Texas. No, they did. <laughs> no, you're wrong. I, no, they did. I'll step aside. I'm going to go get a. I'm going to go get a coffee. I just went through guys, the schedule. You guys, go ahead. <laughs> go oh, ahead. No, I just did. I, I I just think it's. I just think they were a little bit overrated to begin with. Well, but let me start here. Let me let me start. Let me let me start yeah. from this point, and then maybe we can filter down. Then I'm sure you two will argue at the end of it anyway, which is great. I love being the conduit in this situation. Uh, when I mention. <laughs> When I mention conferences and and I start going through Pac-12, you get an immediate thought. When I mention Big 12, you get a thought. Big 10, ooh, you really get a thought. ACC, you get a thought. But when I mention the SEC, it yeah. still carries. Well, sure. Even though the argument, we've had a lot of textures here that says, hey, you know what it is, and I, I get it. But you can't tell me that doesn't play, play a factor. Well, and, and it's also Alabama versus Florida State in the past 20 years. But that shouldn't come into that. It should be about 2023. And that's and that's what we're looking at here. And you look at the resumes in 2023, you cannot say that Alabama's is better than Florida State. You just can't looking at the numbers. It it, it doesn't it doesn't stack up. The as a texter said earlier, Dr. Phil, the ACC was 6 and 4 versus the SEC this year. I mean, that's just right. the, that's the so bottom far. line of it. I mean, Ole Miss and, and you know, and, and some of these other teams that Alabama played are no better than well, Duke or whatever. In that committee, from what leaked out and some of it, and whether you know all of this is true within the, the walls of that doc, someone someone asked the question: If Alabama played Florida State today, who wins that game? I have no earthly idea. Can you? I'd can say you? Because Florida State's hurting. Florida State's not the Florida State that they were two weeks ago. Yeah, but the quarterback's game, out, but their defense is still smothering. Yeah, but I think that game against Louisville proved it. You know, they if they really were a juggernaut, you know, I think they could have done a lot better. But without their quarterback, you know, and the broken leg and everything else, I mean, they're a different team. And I'm and I would like to ask the committee how much that factored into it. Well, of course it did. Yeah, it did. It, it, it that did. was everything. But it shouldn't be. Yeah. But it goes to the question, Doc: best teams now or most deserving? Correct. That's a good question. I, and I think the way that it always has seemed to bend is that it's the best teams now. Yep. Okay, so, and, and Boo Corrigan would agree with you. The committee chair would probably yeah. very much agree with you. But did you see Ohio State beating Alabama with, with uh, Cordell Jones? Did you see Penn State beating Miami in 1987 against Vinny Testaverde? Did, I mean, did you see Florida? This is when the SEC ran, you know, that run started, mm-hmm. stomping all over Ohio State in that national championship yep. game. You you can't say I think and make it so because I thought the Vikings would beat the Giants last year in the playoffs, and they didn't, and that's why we play the games. So to the Florida well, States, yeah, so, you know, I, I I I don't disagree with you, but I think you know there comes a point. How do you make that? ultimate final decision and, and and i think that you can go through strength of schedule you can go through if you rank play or played ranked teams you can do all of that all of that gymnastics but the bottom line is i think Derek, who's the best team playing now because teams evolve over the season and they evolve into either a really good team or they go the other way and, and i think what they tried to do was kind of determine, okay, who are the best teams that are playing right now that really are in our top level? 
and I think they did a pretty good job of determining that. I I, I, mean, I, I think Alabama, you know, had a have a miracle play to beat a not very good Auburn team. Let me throw this at you then: if Florida State got in and Alabama was on the outside looking in after defeating Georgia and, and so in Georgia falling like a stone, by the way, after a fairly decent season, mm-hmm. uh, if if Florida State gets in and Alabama does not. I mean, are cars being overturned in every state of the United States of America? Well, below the Mason-Dixon line, the Paul Feinbaum, yeah. But but I'm saying in the the entire country, or are people saying, that hurts for them, but man, how how could you leave FSU? What's the argument if Alabama gets out and Florida State gets in? Don't lose by two scores to a team at home. So, again, the two arguments in the wake of the teams that were selected— so the wake of the arguments going in, what Doc Filler's arguing here and what, what you're arguing here, uh, is the larger, more acceptable uh, one, technically Florida State in and Alabama out, uh, on the whole. I, I'm not necessarily I – Or think is it may, even? Is it a horse I, I just, apiece? The only issue I have with the argument I have with Dr. Phil is to say that for sure you know. Because you don't know. You don't know who would win in a head-to-head matchup because they haven't played the game. And in a month – when the backup quarterback, not the third-string quarterback, is going to have a month to prepare for in Alabama, then you don't know. And same thing against Michigan, whatever, with that defense and the athletes that they have. What you're telling the defense is you don't matter. You can't. We can't expect that you're going to get a pick six to win the game in the Rose Bowl against Michigan because your quarterback's out. That's the fault with this whole thing. Doc, when we expand the playoffs, are we going to have a similar argument next year or is it going to be less of one when 12 oh, is the number? I, I think significantly less. Yeah. Because you're going to let you're going to let the results be played out on the field, and it and it's just I think it's just too bad that we don't have the expanded playoff this year because there are so many good teams. Well, I, I agree with you. The best thing about the championship games next year for this is it's going to be who's going to get the buy, and that's what it should be about. Right. I mean, right. that, and that's going to be the best part of it is because there'll be four major conferences yeah. they'll get in. And then they'll essentially get right. the bye to the bowl game that they're going, and everyone else is going to have to play. For those that aren't familiar, next season it's a 12-team format, six highest-ranked conference champions automatically right. in the field, and the other six drawn for the highest-ranked remaining teams. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what right. next year is so I think, about. And I think the top four are seeded, and then there'll be eight to play in, if, I, I if my math is I think that is right. correct. I think that is exactly correct. Yep. Kind so, of like the FCS, the way that the FCS has been going. So I guess if yeah, the championship yeah. games that you're going to have with those major four teams are essentially going to be your seeding games, right? That you would think, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And right. That, that's, so that, since that's, that's, that's how it like should a, be. It's since, almost like a precursor playoff since the game. The Pac-12 is going to be gone, so this is going to be a lot better for sure. And then, and then if you are Georgia, you still got a shot, even though you laid an egg that's at right. essentially a home game. And but. then you can go and prove. And then you can know if somebody plays somebody. Right. There, there's a little more proof in that pudding. Uh, let's go to line one and and uh, welcome to the fray on a, a Monday, Derek. Who are we going with here? <laughs> Andrew and DL. Andrew and DL. Andrew, who has a lovely wife. Hello, welcome to the show. <laughs> She's still not listening, Jack. So oh shoot! Okay, well, I'm trying to get our <laughs> trying to get those female numbers up. You know, and tell her to help us out. Absolutely. I don't know why they wouldn't be already. <laughs> that's right. Transition to the common man show, and he claims that his the women listen to his show all the time. That, too, so. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm with Derek on this. Florida State, they didn't lose the game this year, did they? No. No. Uh, okay, so the, their body of work says it all. Their the strength of schedule is, is very similar to what Alabama's was, but I don't believe Alabama, or Florida State plays as many hyphenated teams as Florida State, or as Alabama does. If you look at their first six games, it's always cream puffs anyways, but 
The, the only reason why Alabama made it over Florida State, obviously aside from the quarterback, is money. Their fan base travels, their fan base watches, that they have nothing else to do in Alabama but watch Alabama football. So with Saban being, having as much pull on that committee that, that he does that people probably don't really know about, it's, Florida State should be in, rightfully so. They earned it. Their team earned it. The but quarterback what did, doesn't shoulder all those wins. And just for argument's sake here, Andrew, it. what did the win over Georgia mean then in the SEC title game? Well, they they well, lost at that, home, though. They, they, they fled that, yeah, but it also meant that they deserved to be a higher seed, but they don't deserve to make it in because last time I checked, they did lose this year, and, and they almost, like Derek said, lost to Auburn as well. So it's it's Florida State's team that deserves to be there, not just their quarterback being gone. 100%. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Don't lose hard. at home by two scores to Texas. You lost I mean, at home. Yeah. Doc? If you're going to play that, Florida State barely beat Boston College. I mean, 31 to 29. I mean, come on. But well, yeah, but I mean, Alabama scored. barely beat a couple of teams we mentioned too, including, I mean, so we can go back and forth on that all the time in the, the bottom exactly. line. Yeah, and I think, it, I think it really comes down to how you're playing at the end of the year. But and Alabama is, they barely beat Auburn. <laughs> That's, so they, they, they beat well, Georgia. The, the conference is overrated beat... in 2023. It's like, but it's almost like saying if you lose your first two games of the year, but then you blow out every team by 21 the rest of the way, you're the better team playing right now, so you deserve to be in, even though you have two losses. I mean, to, to my point I, on this is, too, Georgia's loss is a better quality loss than Alabama's loss. So Georgia yeah, should be in more than Texas and Alabama if, if that's what we're doing. You know, yeah. Texas yeah. kind of flipped the bottom upside down. Exactly, and Texas lost yeah. on a neutral site to their rival too. It's just that was in yeah. September, you know, October, not the end of the year. I mean, that's the problem the with this whole system. Is, guys, they, Florida State won every game this year. They did not lose. Therefore, they deserve to be in. They're a Power Five school, a big time program that won all their games. They should be in. Yeah, and. Next year they would. Next year they would be. <laughs> Too bad that wasn't written in the uh, the, uh, the, uh, the 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 format going in. If you're a Power Five school that runs the table and wins the conference championship, you're automatically. It in. was a huge factor up until this year, but Andrew is 100 percent right. It's going to be the evil Alabama Crimson Tide traveling to Pasadena, facing Michigan, and that's a much better draw because Florida State doesn't travel quite as well. They travel okay. But not like this. But not and like the, Alabama. No, not, not like, like Roll Tide. Yeah, exactly. And that's so, that's a the sad. The bottom part line of it. is this, guys. If you get anything out of this, if I won this argument against Doc and I tear my ACL, I get a free. Uh, <laughs> Too bad he's retiring. Yeah, he's retired so, before. You'd have to do a home visit, Doc. Could you do a home visit? Well, whether whether it be no. at his old at his old office or in his garage, I don't care. It's free <laughs> because I won. So Doc, I, could you do a I basement ACL? Could you, Doc, you could do a basement ACL, couldn't you? You still qualify for that? I could, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could I could hear I could hear the wink through the phone. Uh, <laughs> Andrew, uh, thanks for the call, man. Good to have you on board today on the fan. Two three seven thirty seven sixty seven. Here's the problem, fellas. It is it's an unwinnable you're not gonna win any argument in this exactly. the fun part is is to argue because you're everybody can make a point here. Well, this is a classic debate team where it's you can take both sides. I mean, if, you, if you could take both sides of it, like in high school, Doc Phil, right? I mean, I think there's arguments. There's not a say. diehard Roll Tide fan out there that you are going to convince one inch off oh, no. their off their belief. Well, they believe they they should go at, you know in September. So that, no matter what their <laughs> schedule is, we deserve to go. So that that's <laughs> keep that in mind. So what does the win against Georgia mean again? 
for Alabama? They win the SEC championship game. And what does that mean? They won the SEC. They won the conference. In terms of uh, value, power, ranking, well, strength, playing yeah. well at the end of the season, uh, deserving, all of that stuff. Because it feels like that really came into play. Well, I tell you, put it this way, if the Golden Gophers a couple years ago when they were knocking on the door, of the, if they had won an upset and won the Big Ten championship game that didn't qualify for the college football playoff, which they wouldn't have, I would have been pretty happy with that. I mean, that's what you're looking at. I mean, to me, the conference eliminated themselves. That's how it works. That's how it's always worked up until this year. That game, Doc, by the way, <laughs> be a heck of a Rose Bowl. Oh, it should be for oh, sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Are you going? Will you be in attendance on that game? I'm curious. No, my darling daughter wanted us to go, but I just, you know, it's uh, it's my official last day of work, so I need to stay here. Okay. Um, that sounds like a good one to go to, though, man. The other <sighs> side isn't be too bad, though. Texas and Washington. But you know what? Huh? It's a lot easier watching it on your television. <laughs> well, you don't get as many frequent fire miles, but the bathroom's a lot closer. That's for sure. <laughs> I have never. I, Derek, yeah. I wonder if you. I in, in my JUCO basketball team, bless their hearts, we were down playing Scottsdale Community College and some Arizona schools, mm-hmm. and we got part of that perk. Uh, we got Fiesta Bowl tickets, and I thought, well, this is fantastic. So we all went in. We had our tickets and a coach, and I'm not sure if the college paid for it or whatever, but it was great until we went to the seats. And we got to the upper tier there and went to the last row in the top of the stadium. I think Nebraska was playing because I'm pretty sure the color that the team wore was red. This is how far up we were. We went to the top row, and I'm leading 15 ballplayers up. And our seats, standing room beyond the upper tier, last row of the stadium. Yikes. And I thought, well, I don't know how exciting this is. <laughs> I don't know. Have you guys ever been to a major bowl? No, I haven't been to a major like bowl. Like live? Yet. No, I haven't. Huh. I might. No. I, I'm looking at kicking that uh, off my list here. This uh, bucket list is a uh, vacation I'm getting at the end of the month. Here. Would it be the Rose? I don't know if I'm gonna go that way. I might head to the Sunshine State. Oh a few. yeah. Yeah. I have a young man who's a friend of mine. Do this getting invited to. Recruiting, you know. Sure. Check yeah. it out. Yeah, right. So. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Doc, I'm sorry, Doc. Had you been to one? I mean, you're probably busy working and doing things all over the world, uh, but. I have not because I've usually been away with the world junior team. Yeah. Uh, on that note, and I love the arguments, you can text in 35270. I'm, I'm sure we touched on a couple that you were thinking. I did go to the potato bowl. This, I did go to the potato bowl this year, though. Well, yeah. there you go. <laughs> so Friday yeah. night, I am. Uh, uh, when we say there's no love lost between Denver and North Dakota in hockey, it sounds like that was scrappy uh, to the end. How about that comeback Friday night down four to one, and when it's seven to five, and then you know overtime Saturday. But you know when you walk out with four points, how great was that, Phil? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, and that it just it just shows you, you know, the strength of of the North Dakota team. You know, so I think that. You know, it bodes well. That was a really tough, a really tough series for them. They came out well. Now they can build on it. Uh, they've got Colorado College coming into town this weekend, so hopefully they can continue to strive. And then they'll be on a little bit of a holiday break, you know, which is always a little dangerous when you're really rolling. Um, the national team development program comes in, I think, on the thirtieth. So, I mean, we'll see. Uh, but that was that. That was a good weekend for them, um, and it's, it's a little bit. Probably a little bit better than a split, because um, you you know when you're losing in overtime. But 
they're going to do fine. Uh, I think this team's got a lot of grit, and, I, and they showed that, and they've got a lot of leadership in the room a little bit to come back from. I think they were down 5-3, to three actually, and then they came back and won 7-5. to five. Yeah. So they held them and scored four. So that's, that's pretty good. I was uh, locked in, and there's something, and I know that that's our job, our business is radio, and, and Derek, you and I will go to our graves, talk about the, the intimacy of a radio broadcast with all due respect to our colleagues in, in the television, but there's something when you invest time and listen to a broadcast and you're right there with it and you're, you're there the whole time and you're pulling through with, there's just something, there's a, I got off that and I, I had to, I'm not a big tweet guy. I had to tweet. <laughs> I tweeted out to Tim and to Darren Looker. I'm like, that was fantastic. And I forget what my tweet said on that, but I'm like, I, I had I love that, man. That was, that was awesome. So anyway, I know we're up against the clock. Didn't get a chance to, 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 uh, bring up I so many things on the docket. Well, there's always next time for Doc Phil. Doc, thanks. Uh, I'm sure you and Derek will get together afterwards and continue to discuss the... <laughs> I think they are all over the country. They have enough, enough of our hot air, don't you think, Dr. Phil? Yeah. And, uh, oh, I, I think, I think it'll, it'll go on forever. But that's good, though. You know, that's, that's kind of good. That gives something to talk about and gives you know people things to, to look at and ponder and squander. But I think you know, the, the, the reality is, is that, you know, it, it is what it is right now. But I think if we had, if we were one year removed, this would be just really good because you'd have a lot of good teams playing for. It's, too, it's a great point. Teams. Yep. It's a great point. You know? If that were this year, I mean, can you imagine? Uh, up against the yeah. clock, up against the clock. Doc, uh, as always, good. Let me know when that basement ACL uh, practice starts, and uh, we'll work on that, I guess, as well, too. Uh, th- thank you. He is a pro's pro. <laughs> Never. He is a pro's pro. Doc, uh, good stuff. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. Okay, guys. Have a good week. Dr. Phil Johnson joining us. Quick timeout. Come back with more. We'll tie up some of those loose ends around the corner. Jack Michael Show, Derek Hansen in the house on 740 The Fan. Now, you could run around like crazy trying to finish your holiday shopping list. But why? Hey, DeBone, can you give me a couple tickets for the cheap trick concert at the, <laughs> the Fast Times Riverbot High Reference? Jack Michael Show, Derek Hansen, 740 The Fan, KNFL. Derek and I were just talking during the break. I mean, can you be so strong that you can dictate, uh, whether it be blatantly or not, can you have so much power that it uh, that affects things? I, I'm not saying this, but I, I, I was talking to you off air. I said, you know how? Uh, Alabama is such a brand, and the SEC is such a brand, Derek, that that it it garners whether you like to believe it or not a massive amount of strength and or uh, stop short using the word privilege. But I mean, it it is it is what well, it is, and it has been strong, and it is strong, and maybe not as strong this year. But you know, if, if they the problem is is that they would have flexed their muscle because you and I were talking off the air about how over the. Things were going their way, so they said, you know what, we just might break off of the NCAA and do our own thing. We'll take our ball and play. Yeah, we're going to have our own tournament. We're going to do our own thing. And that came up, and that's the problem that you have here. So when they got this 12-team thing team thing in place next year, and they know the ACC is a basketball conference, and they don't have as much clout, that's the problem that they ran into because the SEC was talking, really, we're going to keep on doing these same old things and you know pretending that this is – Amateur athletics, the way it was in the fifties. No, no, I'm sorry, that's not it. And they were catering to, oh, Florida State. You're not happy how things are going. We'll there. absorb and ACC you. will take you. You want to just be conference rivals with Florida instead of just playing that at the end of the year. 
Uh, how about you, North Carolina? What you doing? Uh, Ohio State. They called yeah. Ohio State, and that's what made the Big Ten go. Holy cow! So trust me on this: is that this is a big reason Alabama is going to the Rose Bowl because they are flexing their muscle with this. If they didn't get a team in, they would have said, "Do we even want to be involved with these other schools? We'll just do our own thing. We're big enough. We got our network is just thriving." And that's a big – and right now the ACC doesn't have that. The Big Ten and the SEC do, but I don't think the other two conferences, now that we're just down to four power conferences, have as much clout. We'll keep our eye on the portal today. Uh, yes. Obviously, to December 4th, uh, Circle will keep our eye on the uh, on the portal today. Uh, Doc Phil had mentioned from the FBS, you know, Kyle McCord has entered the transfer portal, Ohio State quarterback, so we'll keep that and, and – the FCS will monitor that. There's, there's always been rumors and rumblings, but until we see uh, that uh, made known, because now you're down to in the FCS playoffs into the quarterfinals, you know. So pretty soon you're, you know, you're down to eight. And are any, you know, schools from there going to see declarations from athletes, student athletes? I use that. Um, and how will that impact, you know, next Saturday's game? So up until that point, Derek, till we see some of those names and, and this this you know, there's there's linemen going, there's corners going, there's, you know, all the kind, but boy, I tell you, the quarterbacks right now in the portal, the FBS to some FCS certainly, uh, is unbelievable how many not just quarterbacks, Derek, some quarterbacks and backup quarterbacks. Well, that's it's interesting. We had a text into, and I don't know exact numbers on this, but they talked about what's the timeline, right? It starts the day, and there's like a 45-day window yeah, like or something like that. And, month and change. Yeah, and so, and this is where the problem with this is now you have teams who are going to lose key players in their bowl games. That's why these bowl games are becoming more and more irrelevant, the ones that aren't for the top five. And even some guys are not even playing in the, if their team's in the you know, right. final four aren't even playing. I wonder how that's going to go in the next couple of years. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there might be some guys that are just, you know, there might be a lot of teams involved in the quarterfinals here that are going to be losing players because some F- you know, FBS school came with their collective and said, you know what, we can pay you six figures and above to come play for us, and they have to leave to get in school to play spring ball coming up this spring. It's, it's crazy. Portal ends January 2nd, so literally it's, it's a 30-day portal. I think in the spring it's less. I, yeah, think, I, I think in the spring it's about. I'll read a few things it says. It begins with a – a championship selection, 45-day for fall sports, 60-day for winter, 45-day for spring. I don't even understand, though. I, think, I can't keep up. Yeah, and I think for football, it, I, I wanted to say it's a month, and then the spring, it's, I think it's less. But, yeah, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bank on that until I, until I hear differently. I think it's a 30-day or uh, – so it's going to be a flurry of, of 30 days here. Um, in the, in the, well, in if the we can figure world. it out – Someday it, the whole thing is so confusing, but uh, it'll man, be much better when everything is good. Uh, text coming in says first round can be played at higher seeds on December sixteenth. Oregon and Michigan, FSU at Bama, Georgia, Texas, OSU, Washington, semis January one. Sugar and Rose Bowl championship at Houston. Let's go January eighth. You know, a lot of ways. Well, coming, coming up in December of twenty twenty four, you get that. So, common man, coming up next. Stick around and keep it right here for more on seven forty. The fans.